It is so lovely to be looking at my friend and colleague, makeup artist and brand creator, Ruby Hammer. How are you, Ruby? I'm so well, Emma, and it's really lovely to connect with you. And it's lovely to see your gorgeous face and, and hear your wonderful voice. <laughs> because I normally see you, it's normally like a smash and grab at an event. It's like, oh, hello, how are you? Quick catch up. And then, yes, yes, let's get something in the diary. And then life gets in the way been far too busy so that's another one of the positive things I can thank lockdown for at least I've managed to lock down with you you see so yeah. it's good it's good it's good well you're a brilliant person to have on feel good habits because you're always incredibly upbeat you are incredibly optimistic um and I also just think you're quite a leveling person to be around like if I have ever seen you at an event and I've been a bit stressed you are the person who who can just put an, a hand on your shoulder and just say, it's okay, it's all right. Oh, wow. Um, you've made me sound like Mother Teresa, but I'm not. I think <laughs> I think part of that is just the age, Emma. I'm, I, I'm not fake humbling myself, but I am 58 years old. I'm going to be 59 this December, God willing. And... I think with that, even if one looks youthful or has a youthful outlook and demeanour, there is age behind there. There's Mm. experience behind there. And I think the most important thing is everyone just looks at somebody and we all we all do that. We look at somebody superficially and you think, oh, they look great or their outfit looks great or they're in a wonderful event. They must be all right. People don't Mm. realise that with all of us human beings, it doesn't matter who they are, the most beautiful, the most powerful, the most talented, the most rich, nobody 100% knows what somebody's going through. Do you know what mm. I mean? What they look like is not the same as what they're feeling or how they're responding to whatever's out there. So at the end of the day, I, I've had my bits of what's broken my heart and caused me hardship and husband like that and I realized all of it is also all those bits of crisis or whatever dilemma trauma from a small thing to a big thing that comes in one's life and I think with this age I've realized it comes in everybody's life it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the same thing for some people, it's a financial thing. For some people, it's a health one. Some people, it's their romantic, their love, their loved ones. For some, it's their physical, they're running from a war zone, they're doing this, they're starving, they're worried about how Ellen's with me, or, oh, my God, I was at top end of my game and now it looks like I'm slipping. All Whatever that is, every human being on this planet, from the day they're born to the day they're going to leave it, are going to face... Um, some kind of dilemma, trauma, problem. So in the end, how we face that, our own perspective of how we address that is what's going to see you through. And hopefully all of us want to face it head on, but with a bit of integrity, with a bit of compassion, so that you don't lose yourself, you don't suddenly lose who and what you believe in just because you've addressed it and that you can still look yourself in the mirror and feel, do you know what, I did the best I could there, and I've learned from that. Next time, 
I'm going to do better. Or when somebody else faces that, you're able to be, put that hand on the shoulder, like you said, to know, do you know what? It's all right. I, I've had some of that. Not only sympathy, but empathy, and know that somebody did that for me once and it took me through. So I have got to do that for mm. someone. And if you're just open, it's a channel. If you feel it and you like human beings in general, if you're genuinely a people person or you love animals or you love whatever, if you've got love in your heart, it comes out. It comes mm. out. Some people are not very easy to say it or show it or whatever, but that doesn't mean they don't have it. So as long as you can tap into that, some people are able to do it easier. And I think I'm one of those. But that's mm. just, that was my pure luck. I didn't fight for it. That's my internal disposition. So I'm very grateful for that. And I have a bit of awareness for people who might not have that naturally. Mm. So we just have to, it's like everything else. You show somebody what they're not good at. And if you're able to take the time to help them or show them, it makes us all better, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so one of my big lessons is is just that that your own perspective so look at it from your point of view from your experiences and your this and that's the first way you can address anything whether that's oh I can't breathe to oh my god my heart's breaking or how am I logically going to get from a to b I'm panicking I'm doing this I'm doing that so as long as you you address that in yourself then you can do it outwardly whatever that is you know from whether it's a spot here what do I know about how to tackle spots to oh my god I've just started a startup and oh I've got into some lovely doors like I did <laughs> and all those lovely doors nationwide harmony calls shut how am I gonna cope with that now okay thank god I have my website let's see if I can generate some sales from there without being insensitive and mm -hmm. just going on about selling you know that's that, yeah. that's it it's, as long as we do that we can cope with anything life throws at us we've just got to look at it from our perspective and and that so be guided what feels right to you rather than looking for someone else to give you the answers because that's how it's going to first it's got to make sense to you hasn't it so that you can grapple it and know that yes I should stay indoors not just because I'm safe but actually mm. I need to protect somebody else and by doing that I'll end up protecting myself and there must be vulnerable people that in my circle that if mm. other people did that then we're all going to be saved that kind yeah. of thing so whatever yeah. that is, so it, it has to make sense to you and you take the baton and then you deal with it. Lovely. <laughs> I like that. Good. This is a pep talk I'll be replaying to myself in moments of need. <laughs> I need to play it to myself too. It doesn't mean, you know, I'm not holier than thou. I have to play that to myself frequently all the time because, mm. and that's the good thing about it as well. Life is never a standstill. It's always life and time is going forward. You can reflect on what's happened in the past. You can look at where you are right now and worry about what's coming. But at the end of the day, it stops for no one. It's always 
moving. Mm. Last second was mm. never going to come back. Yeah. Two seconds before that, also never going to come back. So you have to do that with a B and just keep looking ahead. So you tell yourself that again and again. So it's not, oh, mm. I've heard it once and that's it. You have to reapply it and use that all the time, all the time. Well, that's a good life habit. But so let's get on to your feel good habits. These are the things that you can implement. You wake up in the morning, you know that feeling when I when I started this particular franchise, I thought it's that feeling you get. And when you wake up in the morning, you just think, oh, I just want to roll over and not face the day or. And I know that we've all felt this where you feel that you're trying your best and you're just making absolutely no headway. And you've got to keep motivated because the only way you're going to get to where you want to go is to keep trying, but you're just not getting the reward that maybe you want. So this is, so what are your, what's your first feel good habit for kind of making sure that you don't get sucked into a bad mood or a feeling of the world's not on my side? The, the first thing I do, and I learned this from a gentleman and I found him, you know, on YouTube, he's called Sat Guru and he's an Indian guru and one of the things that has stuck with me since I came across him was the first thing he says is when you're lying there you've just woken up you know your eyes have opened you literally need to take a breath touch yourself feel yourself I'm alive I'm well I'm breathing I didn't die millions of people didn't make that morning or didn't make that time then if you're lucky enough to have a partner or a husband whatever reach out and you can feel their breath because you can you can feel a warm person you can feel the breathing whether they're awake they're not or they're up already but be grateful for that so let that mm. be first thing to say i i am actually all right and that's a and take i don't know what the word it's rejoicing that you're not jumping for glee but all right and then from there you slip out of bed and I take, I go and I do, and it sounds really ridiculous, but I I do a bit of tongue brushing. So that's the first thing I do. I use a tongue cleaner and I brush and I wash that bacteria that night that vile all out. And I take vitamin C, thousand mils of it in a little glass of water and the brand I'm using is Altriant. So it goes straight into your blood system and you should take it on an empty stomach. So that's my physical putting vitamin C in me. And I've done that even before COVID or anything like that, because it's good for your skin. It's good for the light, and it's just balances your mental, physical, your gut, all of that. So it's just a simple thing. I do that. Then I, so these are physical things, but the first thing is that touching feeling. I'm mm. actually all right. If you can't realize and cherish what a big thing that is, you're going to throw the rest of your full good things out the day, aren't you? So you may be trying to do them, feeling, but not really realizing I, I, I'm okay. <laughs> mm. um, physically, I'm okay. So now what am I going to do to feel even better? Then I think one of the little things head to toe is dry brushing with a natural bristle brush and again you start at your feet you work upwards but it's it's not just a beauty thing it actually detoxifies your lymphatic system it gets the blood going in a way that 
maybe I'm lazy that I can't do jumping jacks at that moment or something. But doing this for my feet, just two minutes all the way up, just stimulates your limb, gets the oxygen blood going. The the plus points are your skin will feel better if you've got so-called cellulite. It will also feel it doesn't take it away, but it just feels nicer, looks a bit better. I think and, it's been. I think it's one of the only. Um, one of the only things you can do that's actually been shown to have a, a benefit on cellulite, like topical creams and everything. Yes, yeah, so you can't yeah. do it once in every three years. You've got to do it. You can if you do it. I'm telling you, ten days in a row, you will you will see the benefit in how you feel because it just, especially under your arms, behind your you know your groin, your knees, your ankles, all your limb lymphs, it just drains. There is an uplifting feeling. And straight after, you can have a shower. And this is the other thing. With the dry brushing, I think it's really important to, if you're able to take a 30 to one minute, 30 second to one minute cold shower. Preaching to the converted, Ruby. There you go. <laughs> so that for people think, oh, I can't do that. It's freezing cold winter. But I'm telling you that the accumulation of those two, I think, is, is, is really, really good. And that's a very simple thing you can do. And it will set you up for feeling good. And now that we've got hotter days ahead, you might want to do that in the middle of the day. I don't know. <laughs> it can. It, it works. I think it works. I think it works. Yeah. I dry body brush most mornings, not every morning. I, it depends if I do it before I work out or after I work out. If I'm too sweaty, then I'm not going to use my dry body brush. No, but no. at the end of every shower, I, and I follow a guy called Wim Hof, who's amazing. Yes. And I, um, yeah, I blast myself and I do, I turn my back to the shower and I make sure that the water hits me like on the back of the neck, not the head. And I stand there and I try and do 30 seconds to a minute. And at the moment, it is obviously, as you say, a lot easier. But it actually, it's that thing of like bracing yourself and breathing in and out and breathe, like, and going, <sighs> that actually just fires everything up. Yeah. And sometimes I scream, you know, in the winter, <laughs> I freaking scream. I'm screaming, shouting, because <laughs> you're all right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just screaming, it's cold. <laughs> but it's okay. It's all of that. It's like, uh, and once you've wrapped up and you've come out, it's like, exercise uh, you're a good person that works out does your yoga I should do a hell of a lot more I don't but I know how I feel once I've done it and this is the yeah. kind that of, this is easier to do this is yeah. so easy to do so I agree and it does it does make you feel good without really, a shadow of really a doubt does. it really does without costing money without doing anything and everybody mm. hopefully does have a bath or a shower it doesn't matter where you are you just and you can turn it you can get it to that freezing cold in steps don't have to do it initially it's just as long as you turn the water mm. to cooler than the warmer shower yeah. that you had and then right. get progressively colder it's done yeah easily done easily done yeah just remember to turn the tap back onto warm so that when you get in tomorrow <laughs> oh yes that's not the first thing that drops on your head you're right <laughs> yeah exactly right what else have we got because that's a brilliant one for starting the day are you going to take us through the day ruby I well that that that's what I do and then again it's depending on time and now that I would then do my meditation okay. I have learned to meditate from I think it came when when I was going through my divorce which is year 1990 1998 99 that time mm -hmm. and just by I was so heartbroken and like a headless chicken that my mum 
who was alive at the time was that you know they were all like what can we do for her to like alleviate any of this and that's when I tried to do it so again I had a a guru in India and they put me through the paces and I just do it through a mantra so some people do it through visualization some people I just think just even lying there trying to not control your thoughts just being in the moment for a little bit just to center and horn yourself a little bit of calm and do you know what I'm a I'm a right chatterbox I'm quite loud because I'm slightly I think I've realized it's only in the last five or six years that I am actually I was I, I I can't I'm deaf not that I'm hard of hearing or something but very low um sounds like you know that I if if my back is turned and you were talking to me I'd have difficulty just hearing clearly what you've said oh, really? so and then imagine for 30 years being in a photographic studio with the music <laughs> that used to be blasted out 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 and and then with age you lose a little bit of your hearing so all of that it means I talk a lot louder Luna. so people probably shocked that oh my god can this woman actually calm down for five minutes <laughs> and take it all in and sometimes it's so much noise going on I'm not able to calm down but I still go through the motions and know that that wasn't a particularly good session but I still try to do it because mm. it does have there are bucket loads of information and documents and studies to show you that it does Mm -hmm. and I think it does and I don't beat myself up when I'm not able to have the most perfect meditative experience just I go through the process and sometimes I don't even know I've sat there for ages you know especially the night sessions where you're not rushing out to go to work um like I used to um but I find that reconnects you to yourself so that you can listen to your gut. You can have that bit of compassion. You can process what the day. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Has thrown at you. It's, it's just. It's like I don't write a diary. Some people say that that helps, you know, like, but this is my diary taking. Mm. Just just analysing, well, that was a good day in that, well, that was a really rotten day, but you know what, I'm calmer now, let's go to bed, tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And start that. So I, f- I find that a very, very powerful tool now. Mm. And with a side slash, I'll say that if somebody – it's not a religious thing, but a spiritual thing, or just know that there is a divine, stronger power out there than yourself. Just sometimes a bit of that connects. Or I've lost both my parents now, so that gives me five seconds where I pray for their souls and say, where you are, it's a very difficult time here for for me. Sometimes mum and dad just put a blessing hand on me 
look out for your granddaughter, look out for your, my son-in-law, you know, look out for this, look out for that, look out for everybody up there because you guys are not in the physical world anymore. Whatever you can do out there for all of us here, not just me personally, everyone, do it, mum and dad, please, or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's a little bit of like a meditation stroke prayer or asking for something from something stronger than us. Mm. that's all and it's a vibe it's a power I don't say it as a a Muslim person or a Hindu person or a Buddhist person it's just there is there is there is a creative divine out there energy Mm. tap into it Uh, and I use that meditation as that just to tap in to bolster to give ourselves a boost like if our batteries Mm. are down some you, you can't just oh it's dead I don't know how to charge it you're going to have to learn how to charge, meaning you need a charger to tap into a power point mm. to drain down energy to research yourself. And if you're recharged, it's like they say, it sounds really naff, but, you know, when you're on a plane and they say, put your seatbelt on and when the mask comes down, put your mask on first before you do a kid, Mm. before you do anybody else, because you're no good to anyone if you're Mm. floating around. So that's, it's like that. I look at it like that. Yes. Yes. I like that. Trusting (laughs) something else. Because I I do believe like, I I believe in trusting myself. Like I believe in relying on myself, but I also, there is also that thing of trusting that the decisions you make, I don't know, will be supported, like you're going in the right direction. And so there is like trusting yourself, but then I know what you mean. I don't know what I call it. I don't know what it feels or looks like, but I know I I think we're in the same neighborhood. Yes. And I'm not saying you never rely on yourself. You have to rely on yourself first. That's why we're doing Mm. this thing. That's why you're asking, how can everybody feel good? Because the same method is not going to be right for everybody else. But by having all these people on board, Somebody will pick up something from me. Somebody might pick up from somebody like Marcia that you've had before or somebody will pick up from whoever. And at different times, it can pick up from yourself, can't you, to say, oh, my God, I said that. I should be listening to that myself now. (laughs) Or pick a bit here, pick a bit there. So that's that's what I'm saying, that that you have to bolster first you and then it's just using something to bolster yourself up. Yeah. Got it. Right. I'm excited about what your next one is. Well, um, I just I just feel it's almost something like um, everyone knows when it's when it feels good to do good. So it might be a physical thing of like I've got a because people are always asking me because of being a makeup artist or whatever I do that how do you keep looking that good or how do you do that? So I just say doing good feels good in whatever aspect that is. So in the physical thing, like I have got a very whatever happens when I've got more time, um, I have a more elaborate skincare regime. When I don't, the basic is proper cleansing exfoliating hydration so Mm. knowing that that is a good thing to do for me my skin then it means I can address other things I just put it in that slot so if it means do that for yourself then do that if it means oh I should 
definitely do that bit of, uh, uh, you know, I meant to to put some money in that go fund, you know, that that fund. Or mm. I need to just smile. <laughs> I just need to. Am I am I actually keeping my face muscles mobile? to smile it doesn't cost anything I do so just that knowing that doing good feels good Mm -hmm. and and I think that sounds I don't know if it sounds a bit too namby-bamby but do you know what it works I I need to go and drink that good that green juice I haven't got any let's order some because when I drink it I feel better Mm -hmm. and then it is good so yeah. doing good feels good. So I mean, I, and I widen that. So not specific to just doing, mm-hmm. oh, yes, I've just done my skincare or I've just put a mask on or I've done something for some. So anything that is, it may be you've put off bringing someone that, oh, God, it's really difficult to do. I hate addressing this thing might come up, whatever. But just being bold enough to do that and you can tick it off don't put things off like that and you might have been that oh my god I don't know what do I say to her now I've left it so long be as honest as you can but just but the fact that you're doing it now is it's good only good will come out of doing good right and facing things head on yes good good advice as well yes yes whatever that is because it could be like I was in a right panic before I'm so techno not savvy even (laughs) before doing our podcast but I realized I took a breath and I thought, okay, I've got to, this is really good. I want to do this with them. How am I going to make it right? So I found my old speakers, my old this, my old that, whatever you have to do and you make it happen. Yeah. So doing it, I just think doing good feels good and is good, will bring good. I love it. I like it very much and I agree. I think, um, Sometimes I like, especially in lockdown, I think it's it can be so easy to think, oh, I'm going to do that today, and that I have to sometimes stop myself. And like, for example, um, I had a bottle of cider in the fridge yesterday <laughs> afternoon at about three o'clock. I thought, oh, I just want to sit on my reading chair and read. I've got so much reading I've got to do at the moment. I said, I'm going to sit and have yeah. a cider and read. And I went, literally, had the bottle out of the fridge, went to go and take the um, the top off, and I thought. This is a bad decision because even though in the moment that first sip is going to feel incredible and the sun in in the window on the chair reading the book is going to be lovely, I've got other things that I need to do. And therefore, this is actually a negative thing that I'm doing right now. And I can do all the things that I need to do and then enjoy this moment in three hours when I've ticked off my to-do list. Stop being so indulgent. (laughs) You see? So it, it, it is that little bit of taking stock. Mm. And for somebody else that at least, thank God, you were buoyant enough and strong enough to just just override that indulgent moment, mm. you know, that, that sort of knee-jerk reaction. But some days you might not be strong enough to do that. And if it wasn't, it's, it's you could just tuck in because there are some people that just can't rise bring themselves to rise to that, then I think mm-hmm. one of the worst things you can do is feel guilty about it too. You know, like yeah, you think, yeah, all right, agreed. if you're going to indulge today, just do it. Indulge, Don't yeah. beat yourself, <laughs> yeah. Don't beat yourself on the head because that's not going to bring it back and feeling guilty is also a kind of worthless, it, it doesn't do anything. Mm. You've just got to be, 
you know, that bit of remorse, have it there, should it, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Okay, but now, tomorrow, I'm not going to fall into that trap again and then deal with it that way. So it's, yet again, that sort of evaluating for yourself what you do without trying to be superwoman and knowing, oh, my God, I had a moment of weakness. Well, you know what? Tapping yourself on the back yesterday, you (laughs) rose above it. You actually did, did good, you know. So all of these reinforcing the good judgments and not killing yourself when you haven't done quite what you should have done, Mm. they're both okay, aren't they? So it brings me to my, I don't know if it's my fourth or fifth one, but it's just that (laughs) bit of an open, channeled compassion. Mm -hmm. So whatever that is for yourself, like I think we are very, not just as women, but as caretakers as wives sisters daughters whatever we are we're very compassionate and willing to do lots of things for others for those we love our friends our loved ones are all of that and the last person on that bucket list of compassion is yourself so if you're able to find that bit of compassion like and you are giving advice to somebody or genuinely like thinking what would you say if to that person that wasn't you, but it was you, you need to do that for yourself a little bit. Mm. Uh, I've learned that after a long, long time because I used to think, oh, I must do that. And you're like, I'm like, show a little bit of that for yourself. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Because yeah. actually we, we you don't feel all hard done by when you do it for your friend or you go that extra mile for them or you do something not. I mean, you know, you, you just, you do, don't you? So... We're the last one you drop the baton when it comes to yourself. Mm. It's not selfish. It's not thing. It's good um, habits to learn because it will make you feel good. And from you feeling good, again, we're repeating, it'll enable you to tackle whatever else is out there Mm. in whatever way. Loads of ways, loads of ways. Like now we've not just got the coronavirus look at all the rioting and all the things that are going out there about racism and all that and just not being tone deaf that's a bit of compassion you show out there for the bigger picture Mm. we also need that to do it for yourself so that you genuinely ask yourself that hard you know how sometimes you're really tough with your friend that you really love that you want to first you mollycoddle them and you tell them you do it with a bit of humor and a bit of this and then sometimes you've literally got to grasp their two shoulders and say I'm saying this because I love you Mm. not because I'm trying to sabotage you or I'm jealous of you it makes my life easy or whatever I'm saying that from the deep love in my heart because I want the best for you well you have to do that for yourself as well sometimes to say Mm. this is not an easy course but grapple that yeah. hold that so I don't know whether the things I'm saying to you are not easy straightforward things to do but I think if the headline is to show that bit of compassion but then bring it down to whatever aspect of your life at that minute is it I shouldn't exercise and you're thinking well no actually you should mm. no actually you should meditate no actually you should drink that water no actually you should put that sun protection on your head or no actually I've done everything today on my checklist I can sit down 
and have that glass of cider in the sun in my rocking chair. Why not? <laughs> Why on earth? Oh, it's not a rocking chair, Ruby, but maybe it should well, be. You know, well, well, whatever. I, I assume, oh, I like the sound of a rocking chair. Sorry. So that was maybe my bit of, you know. Yeah, going. no, also, I just have to say the cider tasted delicious at sunset. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so was that your final one because these are I think, good I think Ruby. That was five I think if you I did it I, I haven't kept count but um I don't know if you had anything else specific because I think we just being grateful just being grateful and yeah. equipping yourself to 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 really know it could be a hell of a because I, as I said at the beginning of this, no one knows what somebody else is truly going through mm-hmm. or how they're how it's affected them. It may be that somebody thinks, "Well, you're all right, you're safe. You're not in a you're not sitting in a refugee camp somewhere and wondering I'm going to you know." So, yes, but everything in in its perspective would just be grateful for that and then you will find a way Mm. to deal with whatever that immediate thing is once the panic is over once you've kind of just taken a breath Mm. to say right what can I do to address this what I really like about these habits actually that's been consistent with all of them is it's they're quite inward in a really nice way in a way that it's not um read this book uh use that app um, which and they're perfectly perfectly There's valid nothing too. wrong with any of those yeah I, I have read those books and I have read the books and tried to go to the app and try to find oh what will help me meditate better there are things mm. you know from our friend Andy that I have headspace I have something <laughs> called Zen 12 that gives you it's a sort of sound meditation that you, mm. you can put your headphones on and do so I have all those tools and plug in but what are they all to do is to help and bolster yeah. the self so that's what I'm saying if we all do that inwardly and like you said that reservoir has some credit in it you're mm. able to do it outwardly you can you can do a hell yeah. of a lot more than yeah. trying to just run around like a headless chicken trying to be everything to everybody else Yes. Yes, this is very true. Oh, Ruby, this has been lovely. Thank you. I just hope I wasn't too in head in the clouds, but <laughs> it, it, it really is. I haven't, I still laugh like a, you know, like my husband says, you're like a little boy. You're like a, you're like a 10 year old boy inside there. And then sometimes you come out with this. That's, that's what he thinks. So I think, okay, <laughs> I'm a 10 year old boy with the energy or sort of silliness that's there. But it's also those years have come. And this is, I found true in my life and that it's helped me to cope. And I hope if that works for anybody else, it would be amazing. And Aww. I'm really grateful to you to giving me the chance to to talk in a very open manner like this. So it's not about eyeliner or blusher or Ruby and Millie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I love yeah. that opportunity. Thank you. Oh, well, you're always, you're always incredibly welcome, Ruby. I can't, I can't even remember the first time I met you, but I know I would have been absolutely in awe because I was a con- one of your customers before oh. I met you. <laughs> it's a long time ago that I, it's true. It's that long ago. I can't pinpoint it, but I know that I've always known you. So that's, yeah. And I hope I continue to know you and I hope we can do this in another format, whatever. I'm always here for you. 
We will. Oh, thank you, Ruby. Have um, I will. I will share your links to you because you've got lots of, I mean, you've got your products out as well. So I'll put the link yes. to those in the show notes and, you know, a, a true story. I honestly used to spend my money on products that you made before I got into the beauty industry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love And that. I loved them and I literally loved them. So anyway, so there we go. So you Thank are you. A, Thank you uh, very a much. genius. Um, so I'll put the links to you and I will obviously, if there's, I will maybe get some of the names of the people that you mentioned, the gurus to put in the show yes. notes, but honestly, really, no this has been no so problem. delightful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Emma. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.